Hey guys, Derek here from Suck It. We'll get started here in just a second, but first, a few messages from our sponsors. Tonight's episode is brought to you by DCKProductions.com, your number one source for small business, advertising, social media, website design, graphic design, and so much more. Please go to DCKProductions.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, for the thousands in attendance and for the millions watching at home, DCK Productions proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world! The greatest podcast in the world? Suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. I appreciate it if you both suck it. Suck it! Welcome, everybody, to Suck It. I am the great and powerful, the king of kings, the god of everything, the great and powerful Derek. As always, joined with me tonight is the queen of Kansas City, the beautiful, the lovely cat. How are you, my love? Great today. How are you? Fan fucking fantastic awesome it has been a great fucking day that's yeah that you know it's a good day when it's like a monday and you can say that yeah like, i mean it makes it extra special yeah i mean between uh hooking up of some more guests that we got coming up here in the next few weeks which i haven't i totally yet. thought you were gonna say hooking up with some chicks <laughs> wow dude dude my wife listened to this podcast what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you <laughs> And no, I right. you know, hooking up with PR people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. interviews over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, in, in July, I'm, I'm booking a solid girl. Uh, and you know what I, I found out? You know what I found out funny about the shit about it? You, you know what? Fu- Fuck you. No, you find out only about it after I booked it. So you're kind of like, Fuck, what do I do? And then I'm like, Fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> That's what we do on this show. It is. It yes, is. yes, it is. But I woke up at 6 a.m. and went walking like a real 6, adult. No, you woke up at 6 a.m. and texted my ass and tried to wake me up. I did because I needed to talk to you. Yeah, well, guess what? I did. I was working from home today, so I didn't get up until 7. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> Actually, 7 was not a good time to call me. I lied. Don't call if me. you would have called me at 6 o'clock, we would have problems. <laughs> That's why I texted you. I would have drove I got was in my car, drove my happy ass to 45 minutes, and mm-hmm. whooped your ass, and then come back. <laughs> I went back to that sleep. Been... <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have had that much time. <laughs> no, cause, no, yeah, because by the time I got home, I would have, you know, I would have shit to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but, you'd be late by that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, but either way. Picking at someone's ass takes at least 15 minutes. Like, oh. Shit. You haven't apparently, you haven't fucked with me yet. It's, it's just simple. It's 30 seconds in and out, we're done. Oh, that makes sense. You could probably take me. That's what happens when you, when you battle a pro MMA guy. Sorry. Pro. 
All right. Well, it's been seven years. So does that count? My neck is like <laughs> broken. No. And you know what? I've been coughing today and my neck is hurting again. And it's like, fuck. Oh, oh no. What's going on? So I got to go see my doctor. Yeah. That's what happens when you break your neck twice in you know, the course of six years. That is what happens. Yep. Yeah. 100%. But oh, well. It is All what right. it is. So introduce. Well, so the beginning of our, another one of our three interview weeks with all comedians this week, by the way. Um, tonight, we have our guest, Damon Millard on. And then Wednesday, we have Jimmy Shin. And then Friday, I have a special guest for you guys, but I'm not going to announce that yet. So, but today and Wednesday are announced. So without further ado, let's bring on tonight's guest, Damon Miller. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey. Hi. Hey, good to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. Yeah, why not? Like, what else am I doing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes us feel so special. Exactly. Thank you what, so much. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing anything at all, so we're all no. doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. It's almost over here in Maryland. They open back up, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get my hair cut tomorrow. Wait a minute. Did they open up 100%? I don't know. I don't even, I don't, what does that even mean anymore? Like anything beyond not open is pretty much 100% at this point. Well, here on the Virginia side, we can only half capacity and everyone has to wear masks. And You know what's crazy? I'm hiding out in North Carolina, right? I live in Brooklyn. And so I took off, I, I took off and I came down to my girlfriend's dad's house. We've been hiding out here since March. That's freaking and, amazing. Uh, so, but they're opening up North Carolina as the numbers are rising. And now it's actually safer in Brooklyn than it is here. So oh, no. I'm going to have to go back to the epicenter to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most ironic thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Cause yeah. They, you, yeah. Cause I don't yeah. think you want to, I don't think you want to be in Brooklyn right now, but <laughs> just like, I no, don't want to go to DC. No, no, no. He was talking about the other thing too. Oh, well. Oh, were you talking about both I or just one? I was only talking about COVID, but yeah, uh, there's actually pictures of my, I ha someone sent me a video from my block and it was packed with people. So I bet. Yeah. Ooh, did you guys see the one in DC? The, the, not the one, sorry. Did you guys see the, the street in DC? I know. Yeah, I saw it. Isn't that cool? I'm so it's excited cool. about it. Yeah. It is. I have no idea what you're talking about. The, are you kidding me? The mayor of D.C. let artists come in and paint Black Lives Matter all the way leading up to the White House. And then they declared it White House like center or they called it plaza. White, or no, 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 no. I'm sorry, guys. I'm jazzed. Okay. I'm sorry. They called it Black Lives Matter Plaza. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm excited about it. It is. I'm like, look at you guys. Look at D.C. growing proud of you i don't want to go to dc i'm still scared i mean i don't blame you but like <laughs> you know. yeah i mean when it's all said and done i'll go back all the time i love dc yeah me too so so you're in uh north carolina right now right Redbud? you said yeah i'm in north carolina and i love north carolina do you guys get to go hiking out there yeah that's what yeah. i've been doing yes! yeah the moment we yeah ever since we got here i got a somehow Sometimes we, somehow we had a quarantine and I got tan. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. I have a pool in my backyard, though. I don't get to go hiking that much. It makes me sad. They actually closed down the nearest, like, national park that's over here. They closed it down to the point I can't even drive through it. That made me so mad. 
Yeah. Same thing here. Yeah. It was so crazy when we first were coming here, we thought we were going to get stopped at the border, you know, because we had New York license plates. You know what I mean? It's like, right. oh man. And yeah, I don't know. It's just been, it's, it's the strangest time ever. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's it really so weird. is. Yeah. Well, I have to admit, man, I live in a studio apartment in Brooklyn and could, I could not have imagined having, we've been here for like over two months. And if I had to stay in that studio apartment, I would have blown my brains out by now. Oh. Right? Legit. Yeah, I, I feel you. <laughs> Figuratively, but yes. <laughs> Figuratively. Yeah. yeah. On this all podcast, we got to make sure we add the figuratively part because, you know. Yeah, I would have figuratively all over the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would have figuratively <laughs> been picking up my thoughts. Um, yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the squeegee out and just start fucking just going to town. <laughs> I unintentionally went there. That's where my brain is. No, see, that's happens. the thing. Unintentionally go there all the fucking time. I don't care. You yeah. know, because, I mean, that's what, you know, A – we, our our mental health is the underlying theme, you know, of the show. Yeah. It's not the, oh, this is all we talk about type shit. No. Right. So like whenever I get emails for guests and it's like, oh, I'm a mental health person. No, I don't want you. I want, <laughs> I want people like you, Damon, and everybody else, you know, that are entertainers and stuff like that and how we and still deal with mental health. Exactly. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. I, I don't care if you have a mental health problem or not. I don't care if you're a mental health professional or not. That's not what this show is about. The show is about, me having bipolar disorder, me almost committing suicide twice, and then talking to you about it and seeing what your opinions on it are, if you've ever had issues with it, and then how we deal with it in our everyday lives, to let other people know that it's okay and you're you're still okay. But at yeah. the same time, we're going to talk about other shit too because it's fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. And during COVID, it's hard not to talk about mental health because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. Because yeah. that's yeah. all we have to focus on now. Yeah, and this month's really weird because not only is it, you know, we're dealing with the, you know, the riots and all this other stuff, the protests, but we're also dealing with the COVID. We're also dealing with uh, mental health stuff, and we're also dealing with, you know, Pride Month, too. So it's mm. like, what do we even talk about? I, I, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even all describe the things. it. Yeah. There's a lot going on. You know? Yeah. It, is. it really is. For sure. Yeah, if June was a... If June was a meme, what would it look like? You know what I mean? Like if it was, it was a cartoon character, what would it look like? Yeah. Have uh, you seen, I just saw something on TikTok today that had the Friends song playing. And they were like, this song hits different in 2020. And I looked at <laughs> it and I was like, oh. It do. It, it do. really does. It do. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It truly does. Absolutely. <laughs> So um, for everyone that doesn't know, you know, about you and who you are and what you do, tell us about yourself. All right. Uh, well, I'm a stand-up comic. Mm -hmm. I've been doing that for 11 years. Mm -hmm. uh, I tour a lot. I play, I pretty much, I still do like bar shows with like five people. And then sometimes I'll do clubs with a couple hundred people. So, you know, comedy's weird like that. There's no real gauge of where you're at till you're all at all the way at the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're at the bottom till you're at the very top in comedy. Right. And uh, so there's that. Also, I don't know if anybody passed this news along to you. Uh, I also edit uh, porno. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Variety sometimes. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait. Like that pays the electric bill. Of oh, I bet it does. Comedy slow. And yeah. uh, what else? What else do I do? I don't know. I'm uh, 
yeah, I'm a video editor, animator, stand-up comic, lover. Does your girlfriend of... know that you edit porn? Yeah, she knows it. Oh, but wait, that was for her dad then, right? Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. I was yeah. like, wait, who is it that doesn't know? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, when I first got down here, I still had work to do and I couldn't let anybody see it. So I'd be right. in the closet with my, with my porn on. You know what I mean? In there like this. I felt like I was 14 again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right out. Yeah. Right. With headphones in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so we got to talk more about this. How the hell did you get into that industry? Yeah. Uh, wow, dude. Uh, I actually actually answered a Craigslist ad. Yes, Craigslist. It's usually how you get tricked into the sex industry. It is. Um, I answered an ad that said they needed a video editor. And like I said, man, comedy's got its ups and its downs, its ebbs mm. and its flows. And mm. uh, there was a time when I had just moved back to New York City. Uh, where I didn't have a day job, you know what I mean? Yeah. Day jobs keep you going. And mm -hmm. I just found this uh, little ad and it was very, very vague, but you know, I, I was always like, are. Yeah, I video edit. That's what I, that's one of my, the, one of the things I'm good at. Yeah. And so the guy got me on the phone and uh, he was, uh, he was like, all right, you sound like you're qualified. Now I'm going to tell you what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so he told me, and uh, you know, I was like, "All right, yeah, I'll give it a try." He sent me some samples over, and at first, I was like, "There's no way I can do this." Uh, it was like pretty hard gay porn, you know. What oh. I, mean? I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can do it." And at first, it was I was a little queasy at what I was doing, mm. and now I can do it while I eat Greek yogurt, so it's not really <laughs> a big deal anymore i'm very used to playing right uh you know yeah <laughs> gotcha i yeah the white I, kind <laughs> i'm yeah i'm no longer yeah it doesn't yeah. bother me i forget that it's on sometimes mm. i'll just be like swiping through and my girlfriend walks in the room oh we had this running gag too where like like she'd walk over by my computer and i'm like this is for work you know <laughs> <laughs> That's a true testament That's awesome. to, you know, to you being a straight guy that where you've watched so much gay porn, it doesn't bother you anymore. That's pretty right. funny. Yeah. <laughs> he actually said to me one time, he goes, you're our fastest editor. I'm the only straight guy that works there. And he goes, you're our fastest editor. And I was like, because I don't have to stop and jerk off. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true. <laughs> so true. That's, That's pretty so funny. funny. That's awesome. Yeah, so I heard that you also did some work um, with like other clubs. You you opened up. Um, did you open up your own club? Is that what happened? Uh, no. You might be talking about punching bag comedy. Is that right? Possibly. Yes. Yes. I, have, I run a, I run like an indie room in Brooklyn that's pretty popular right now. Mm. Well, not right now. It right. was popular right up till March 14th. It was yeah. very popular. Banging. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's cool. It's just like uh, I found a bar right next to my house, which is really awesome. And they mm -hmm. had like a spare space upstairs that they never used. And mm -hmm. I just approached the guy and asked him if we could do a show. And um, so then I would just book my friends and then it got kind of popular. And now people with some pretty decent TV credits will pop in and stuff. And That's uh, cool. 
Yeah, my co-host is a guy named Eric Marino, who was an ex-writer for Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. And uh, he used to write for, like, the TV show Weeds and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, cool. that's the crazy thing about New York, man. Like, and I don't, you know, we don't make much money on it. You know? Right. But, like, I'll get, I'll get people that I can't afford to ever pay that want to come by. Yeah, that's super like, cool though yeah, that's you know. the best kind of place <laughs> and they just yeah. want to do it because it's cool and you get to hear them their brand new material before it's ever seen a paying audience you know because yeah. they want to try it out in my bar show mm -hmm. rather than the weekend at zany's where they're getting paid you know and, oh yeah uh, yeah yeah, and that's one thing, I mean, and you and I know this, but not a lot of people do know this. I mean, as far as like those bigger comedians go, I mean, when they're setting up for a Netflix special or a giant tour, they'll hit every small club, every small bar that they can hit and try out these new material and say, hey, don't record, don't put this on the internet. <laughs> and then, you know, and then make sure that all the jokes are fine tuned. So you can probably hear the same joke 10 different times at 10 different bars tweaked a different way until he finally gets it the way he or she wants it and then they do the netflix special and then they kind of go from there so i mean you can get a lot of really cool names in some of these smaller places that you'll never expect just for people mm. you know trying to you know get perfect their comedy before they go on tour or whatever yeah it's fun i love it mike kaplan was in there a lot right before he did his special i'm not saying he cracked i'm not sure when he actually taped it but right around the time the time right before his special came out, he was in there a lot. So I'm assuming he was tightening up some of his jokes that made that special. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's cool, man. It's co comedy school. And the thing is, I was thinking about this the other day because I don't know, this is my brain, man. Every day I think I'm a master at stand up. And then five minutes later, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I suck. Why did I ever write my first joke? In a matter of seconds, I go like this all day long. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to die homeless <laughs> and penniless. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and then, like, I'll have, like, a tiny minor victory. Like, I'll choose the right word in a joke. And then I'm on top of the world again. And yeah. I totally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody goes through that yeah. imposter syndrome in, like, any industry, I think. It's imposter syndrome. My therapist said I have mm. that. That's yeah. true. Uh, so yeah, like Real thing. I, I vacillate like that all all the time, and it's um, I was gonna make a point, but I totally lost it. <laughs> Sorry, no, no I interrupted. No, I do that all the time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not the only one. I mean, I do the same thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, my the set that I did two weeks ago. You know, it's like I was going through it you know, 105 times and I tweaked it and I was standing in front of the mirror and doing this and, you know, freaking doing that. the fuck out, freaking the fuck out, making sure every little joke was, you know, spot on. Because, I mean, I was opening for Jamie Kennedy. So I was yep. like, I got to be fucking good. Um, and then I just killed it and I felt great. And now I'm like, okay, I have another show this coming Saturday. Do I use the same material again and keep tweaking it? Because I know I'm going to use it on the road. Do I want do I want to write new jokes and potentially bomb, even though there's a new opener coming, a new new headliner? I mean, it, it's like this this constant train of thoughts that you just yeah. don't know what you want to do, and it's yeah. like, eh, it, and especially for Zoom. Oh, Zoom's horrible. I it's just horrible. Hate it. One of my biggest thing is what. Yeah. I'll let you spin. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. One right. of my it's biggest things is. I have a real problem with cutting people off. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. We no, do it's too. Fine. It's okay. It's, it's, how it, it's how we work. It happens. Um, one of my biggest problems is, I know I can hear everybody. 
So, you know, the 150, 200 people that are on the show, I can hear, no problem. But the problem is like, they put my face up on the screen. So I'm staring at my face the entire time and I can't do that. Mm. So if I'm, so even if I'm killing and I want to use that clip, you know, to send to a manager or another booking agent or whatever the case might be, I'm looking off to the side and I'm not looking at a script and I'm not looking at my jokes. I'm just looking off the side because I don't want to stare at myself in the face. (laughs) Why don't you just minimize Zoom when it's your turn? And that way you can just stare at the camera. I, yeah. You know, that's a good fucking point. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) The guy who's, who's like the host of Zoom at the show I did on Friday, no, Saturday, Mm -hmm. he -hmm. kept switching the view to like, where I'm the big picture yeah. of on the screen and I hated it. And I had to keep going over there and clicking gallery view because I want to see the other people. Yeah. And it was awful. And then sometimes people won't even turn their camera on. So they'll have their mic on mute and their camera off and you're playing to a black square and you're like, <laughs> why are you here in this yeah. room? Why are you watching me? Do you know how many great comedy specials there are that you've never seen? Yeah. yeah. If you're not going to participate, get out of here, mm. load up your Netflix and watch <laughs> somebody great. You know what I mean? <laughs> I couldn't, although I was like one of the audience members at his last show, there yeah. was a person that like turned on their TV at one point And I was oh, like, that's cool. You can't or the Can baby. <laughs> there was a baby in the background too. And they, well, didn't, they didn't mute themselves either. Yeah. I performed for a few babies in my day. You know what I mean? I got to say, they... They kind of get me, you know what I mean? Like, right. On my wavelength, you know. Yeah. I was just thinking about that today. I was like, kids are the most ridiculous social human experiment ever because they're just experiments. That's all they are. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Don't you feel like the incubation period should be longer? Like, like women. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, like you should stay in the womb till you're like fifteen. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's a, that's a, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Just, just walk out and be like, "All right, I'm ready for the world. Let's go." Yeah. Or at least, <laughs> like, you know, hey, like, mom, can I get the car keys? Like, feed me. Your first word should be like, "I'll be home by midnight." <laughs> um, right. Here's a weird show I did one time. If that's what we're talking about, I don't know what we're sure. talking about. But whatever. Uh, I would get a show somewhere. It was, you know, like one of these hell gigs. And there was monitor, the monitors for the show were behind me. And so every time I would tell a joke, I would hear my own voice, but delayed by like three. Oh God, I hate that. Three fourths of a second. Oh my God. It was insane. It was like, it was like. So distracting. (laughs) It was like. It was like acid. It was so weird. <laughs> they were laughing and I was still hearing myself tell it. And it was like, <laughs> oh, this okay. joke sounds like it's going to be pretty good. We should finish it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. I like I that. Was, That's yeah. funny. I, you know, and that happens like, like sometimes when you're on the, on the phone, like you'll call somebody on a cell phone and you'll be like, yeah. Uh, and you get all you get is that fucking feedback of yourself, and you're talking, and then you, it. oh my god, I immediately hang up. I'm like, I'll call yeah. you back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't even know how you did that on stage, brother. Yeah. That's yeah, so hard. Oh, and bet. here's another thing I'm not sure everybody realizes that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're performing stand up comedy, there's like two voices going, right? 
you have like this analytical voice that's just like bouncing around in there that's like slow down demon they're not gonna like this one. Oh, this is too edgy why are we doing this go back to school and get your ged you know? <laughs> yeah and then there's the other voice that's like trying to like talk and like you know maintain tell the, the joke like, chronological flow of your set yeah, mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'll get lost and I'm like, have I been saying this right? You know what I mean? Totally yeah. checked out. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it is a weird, it is a weird thing that I don't, I can't think of another thing in, in the world that's like it. Like, no, I mean, I, I, no. I've, go ahead, Kat. Well, no, the thing I was going to say is not like it. Go ahead. So I mean, <laughs> so thought it was for a second. And in my experiences, so like I started in the entertainment industry when I was like eighteen. I was a guitar player, and I did some touring guitarist stuff. And then after that, my daughter was born. I became a professional wrestler, and I spent fifteen years in that industry. You know, taking acting lessons, learning how to play to crowds, and doing everything I possibly can to you know be that guy and learn how to say things to get that reaction. So. And when I started transitioning into comedy two years ago, um, I was like, I know how to get that reaction. So, but sometimes like when I was like in a, in a crowd, you know, at at a wrestling show and I was on the mic, you know, giving a promo, some of the things I would say would, would be just specific to that crowd to say whatever I can to get those boos. But now it's like, I'm now I'm on stage and I'm telling rape jokes and I'm like, should I tell this joke in front of this crowd? (laughs) Oh, fuck it. (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. And if you don't like it, that's who I am. But you know, (laughs) this joke's not for you. (laughs) Yeah. I've been there. Uh, Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I've learned, I've also learned cause I go to some pretty dark places you know, that's just what I have. <laughs> so I've learned to, I guess, I guess if I had one achievement out of these 11 years, I've learned to massage the crowd into where I want them to be and then drop, drop on them, get them ready for what I want yep. them, you right. know, because before I didn't have that finesse, I would just come out and be like, Hey bitches, y'all been fucking toots tonight or not? Nah? Right. You know, yeah. like, I only knew one speed and it was just murder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when, when I started, I mean, my set usually starts off pretty in your face. I mean, the, the joke I've been opening up with is, is kind of racially sensitive. Um, but, but, but against, but against my own race of people. So I'm like one third, uh, Syrian. So I make, you know, I make a middle Eastern joke, you know, at the beginning of my set, you know, just to kind of, you know, Kind of let the crowd know, hey, I set the tone. Set the tone of what's about to happen, <laughs> <laughs> and then I immediately go into this other stuff. And so I'm very, it's flatlined across the whole board. It's like it's it's offensive, 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 offensive the entire time. Yeah. I, and I just, and I also just think though that that goes back to like your your wrestling training because like in whenever you were in acting lessons, most likely for wrestling, you were probably taught to like piss people off on purpose. Well, I actually took real acting lessons. Mm. So it wasn't like specifically just. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I did take, you know, obviously, you know, training lessons, you know, for that, but I did take real right. acting lessons so I can kind of learn to hear what the crowd's thinking and stuff like that. So like, you know, that live thing is kind of, yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, but no, I love that. So nice. I love that. I'm the type of person that makes a joke just for the simple reaction of making you uncomfortable. 
Mm. And then that reaction that you give me that whether or not, oh shit, okay, this is funny, but am I allowed to laugh? That oh no, look, we were talking about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> that that look mechanism that he has regularly, like legit throughout the day, he will try to piss you off or make you laugh. And I'm like, where does that land in the flight flight or fight thing? Cause I don't yeah. you're just like ramping them up to either laugh or fight you. Yeah, I don't care. Sure. No, well. <laughs> it happens. Everybody dances their own way. You know? Yeah. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> the, the, I was going to say, whenever we interview people, I'll zone out, like stare off into space and completely like be out of the conversation sometimes. And then come back in like halfway and be like, oh, so what were we talking about? Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be like, I don't know what they just said. Yeah. And then you like laugh uh, a little bit like that. So yes. like, oh, yeah. Right. But you don't know what it was. You just laughed I at. Can't even yeah. control it. Could, it. <laughs> I do a thing where like when I talk to people, I stare over their shoulder nonstop. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know why I think there's a mafia hitman coming <laughs> at all times. But like I can't keep eye contact with anybody. I'm always over it's their shoulder. And yeah. People are like, did you wanna go? Or you know, do you have somewhere better to be? Yeah. <laughs> a I lot mean, of times I do, but um Of course. Of course, no, right. I, You're so busy. I really have like a weird attention deficit you know mm. i'm the same yeah, way yeah. i mean my, one of my things is you know being bipolar and having depression and anxiety one of the things that about me is like whenever i'm in a serious conversation for too long i um get uncomfortable get very uncomfortable yeah. and i just like okay i either need to make a joke about you a joke about myself or just a, a joke about the situation because mm. i need to get out and the only way i'm getting out is by making you laugh because I, this is getting way too uncomfortable for me yeah you so i mean you want to hear about one of the weird uh, things that I got? Like, Go for it. I don't know even what you call it. It's a weird neurosis that I have. I always think that I'm going to spit in somebody's face. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. But only when it's like very, very important. Like yeah. say, say me and you are friends and you take me over to Thanksgiving at your house and you're 90 year old grandmother's there. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to spit in her face in front of everybody. And then for the whole time I'm at there, I can't un I can't relax. I have my hand over my mouth and I'm talking like this, and I'm scared that I'm really gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna snap and just spit in somebody's face. I was uh, I have a friend who's famous, and I won't tell you who he is because okay. uh, anonymity. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. took me to hang out in the. He was a guest on. Um, the Seth Meyers show, and he mm. took me to hang out with him in the green room uh, before he went out for his little thing, mm. and for his little chat. And yeah. then, so Seth Meyers always pops in to talk to the guests. And uh, the moment he Seth Meyers came in the room to say hi to everybody, <laughs> it fucking happened. I was like, oh, I'm going to spit in Seth Meyers' face. <laughs> I'm going to spit in my friend's face. <laughs> So it's like when you're the excited time, then. The whole yeah. time I'm, I'm like turning my head really fast and I got my hand covered and I'm like, how shocked I'm a big fan of yours, you know? And I can't. That's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. I really have that all the time. It happened to Poor me. Thing. It happened to me on a job interview and mm. I'm just like biting my teeth and I don't think I'm going to do it for real, but what I'm afraid of is I'm going to lose whatever that control thing in your brain is that right. keeps you from 
jumping off bridges and stuff, you know, I right. just, yeah. I'm so afraid I'm going to just lose control of it and just let, let whatever maniac in me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just yeah. let him free for, uh, so yeah, there's that. I never really <laughs> told many people that before. Uh, hey. Well, thank you for opening up to us. We yes, thank you. It. Thank you for opening up. That <laughs> I wonder what that's going to be like for you, though, after like COVID. I wonder. You know what? <laughs> that's a good. He started it. You, you're the one who started fucking COVID. I'm patient zero. <laughs> you are patient <laughs> zero. Oh, no. <laughs> fucking. Oh, I knew I did recently. You know what I am afraid of, though, Kat? I, I'm afraid that when I get uh, dementia, Mm. that i'm definitely gonna have i've been in way too many fights i have brain damage okay (laughs) i'm gonna have right i'm gonna have early onset alzheimer's and i'm just gonna maybe that's when i'll actually not have control you know Mm -hmm. oh no you definitely won't have control but see i i I look forward to the day i have dementia or alzheimer's because i'm still gonna want to do comedy and the stuff that i get to say up on stage people just let me say whatever the fuck i want because (laughs) he's old men get to say whatever they want Oh, make it to see whatever I want. That's going to be He's fantastic. old. He's going to die soon. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah, just, just let him say what he needs to say. He's from a different time. What are you Yeah. So, um, exactly. so speaking of, uh, you know, neuroses and, you know, mental disorders, I guess you could say, um, I was listening to your comedy album Not that you disorders. dropped. Well, I, it's a disorder. I call it as I, hey, if I have it, you I call, can it, call it whatever you want. I'm just gonna correct you. <laughs> Illness, whatever you want to call it. Either yeah. way, I was listening to your comedy album today, and I listened to the uh, the bit that you did about depression. So um, obviously, you share some of the same things that I share, um, which is common these days. Um, but for men, it's hard to talk about. You know, whether it be comedy or just be you know just your every everyday average Joe you know, talking about it as far as being a man goes still has a very big stigma around it. Um, sure. You know, we were talking to another comedian, um, like I was telling you about earlier, David Smalley, about the same subject. And he's from Texas. And he was talking about how his grandpa, you know, would say, well, you know, that's what they made whiskey for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so what made you decide to talk about it on stage? And what made you say, you know what, fuck it, I need this message to get out? I don't know, man. It just came about through, like, kind of like I was getting at earlier, like in my early days, I didn't know who I was on stage. And then I eventually found that the more truthful I was, the more I connected with the audience, the more they left being like, oh, that was a good set. You know what I mean? More than if you were just being a jokey jokester, you know? And then so a lot of time there's a, I don't know. And then before you know it, I'm just opening up to these people. And it's weird because similar uh, to what you were just saying, um, I come from a, like a, a family of just like, you know, blue collar, working, drinking. We don't talk about our feelings. You know what I mean? There was like no outlet for it. Um, and uh, yeah, it was very cathartic to, to mention some of these fears I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I have a brand new joke that isn't on anything yet, but I talk about the panic attacks that I get, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, it's, as a performer, can you imagine going on stage and, and having like, I've had full on 30 minute panic attacks on stage while I'm pretending that everything's cool and calm. And it's yeah. the worst feeling I've ever had. And uh, 
So what you were saying was, yeah, I don't know where, I don't know why I didn't say I'm not that kind of comic. Like I don't go up there with like a mission, like, Oh, I've got to make a statement. I'm just up there swinging around and hopefully I hit something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I did notice that when I get into those, I can, I know when I'm in there, like when I'm on stage and I'm in that realm where I'm being super truthful, I can feel something different Mm -hmm. and it, it slaps different, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and you're I, like, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. I mean, I'm not a jokey jokester. Um, I talk about, you know, my divorces. I self-deprecate a lot, you know, talk about myself. I'm talking about my mom. Um, I have some jokes that I'm getting ready to do about my brother this weekend, uh, which I've <laughs> tested on cat and she cracks up laughing about it every time. Um, cause I have a history of mental illness in my family. So, you know, the, I, if I could, I could literally have 20 years of material just talking about my mom and my brother. I mean, and that's the honest to God truth. And I didn't myself, I could go probably another hundred years. Cause you know, I have 80 years of just me <laughs> that I can talk about. Right. So, I mean, uh, it, it, that I feel is a hundred percent truthful. I mean, look at guys like, um, there, there's exceptions to the rule, but like, look at Gabriel Iglesias. I mean, he talks about his real life all the time and he's not a big jokey Fluffy. jokester. You know, everybody loves Fluffy. I mean, that's, he's the, one of the biggest comics in the world right now. Hmm. And, and uh, talks about himself too. Yeah. I mean, but then at the same time, you've got guys that are jokey jokesters that say nothing truthful at all, like Anthony Jeselnik. Um, but he's one of my favorite comics out there today. So, I mean, it, it all depends on your delivery and who you are and what you want to get across. But, yeah, that, that personal side is definitely a, a cool thing. So, I mean, you talk about in that joke, um, some suicide attempts. Yeah. Um, can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah. On that? yeah. And I'll tell you mine too. So we'll, we'll yeah. get into that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the version that eventually became the joke on the, on the album isn't a hundred percent true. What is true about it is I did try to kill myself by taking a whole bottle of Prozac, like 80, 90 pills or something, like like a month supply or whatever it was. And uh, I later learned, I don't think I could have died from it. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't gonna be healthy for it, but I did, I took the whole thing and uh, you know, the joke, the joke is that the pills kick in and work, you know what I mean? And yeah. so all of a sudden I'm happy as I'm dying. Uh, that's right. the joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great joke. So I feel yeah. happy for the first time as I'm dying. Um, right. but, um, but yeah, no, I was, uh, it was over a girl, of course, you know, mm. the root of all problems, cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're going to go there. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, well, I, did, I agree with him, you know, and then, uh, my friend, my friend found, found me after I had taken the pills and called an ambulance and I went to the hospital and then I had to drink charcoal. charcoal. <laughs> yeah. I had to drink a whole huge glass of charcoal, you know, mm. and, uh, I felt pretty stupid afterwards and I was like, wow why did I do that? You know what I mean? Cause like after, after I've, I clearly had an emotional spike and I was like, no more of this. And, but after I was like, wow, I wish I didn't do that. Cause what if it worked, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, so my story is, um, much different from yours. Um, so my, uh, 
it was a year and a half ago. It was my wife's birthday, November 2nd, 2018. So a little over a year and a half ago. I was driving back um, from a, a jewelry store, buying her some jewelry for her birthday. And I'm on my way home and I'm just having like the worst, deepest, darkest fucking thoughts in my head. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I don't give a shit anymore. And I was going to press my pedal to the metal and just plow through a fucking intersection. But that was also attached to a cliff because I live in Virginia. Yeah. So I was going to plow through the intersection, hope for the best and hope I ended up off the side of that cliff. Um, but two things happened. Number one, um, you know, obviously I started to regret that decision the moment a song came on the radio. So around that same time, um, and I'm not a religious guy. I'm, I don't believe in, you know, Oh God, this is, this was meant to be, you know, a sign from God, whatever. But it, coincidentally enough, a song that came on the radio was actually a song about suicide. Um, a song by the band named Bad Flower, their song called Ghost. Um, talks a lot about suicide and stuff like that. And, you know, how he think, he's thankful he didn't do it, but at the same time he wished that he did and stuff like that. And it, I just a light went off in my head and I said, fuck this, I'm out. So, you know, I pulled over the side of the road and I called my wife, I called my doctor and, you know, got my meds switched around because we realized I cannot take Zoloft. Um, that makes me uh, suicidal. So we switched me on to something else. Um, but you know, the other thing that really made me not want to drive to that intersection is because I'm a car guy and I don't want to ruin anybody else's car. So <laughs> why the fuck would I do that? Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, but it, it's, it's a scary thought. I mean, it's that moment that where you like that fuck it all moment. But when the moment you come out of it, it's like, all right, I'm going to change the, I'm going to change myself. I'm going to change the world. And that perception of me is going to go away. I don't give a fuck what it takes. I'm, I'm out to make prove a point. Yeah, man. And then, yeah, well, that's a, I'm glad you didn't do it. Um, you know what right. I mean? I do. <laughs> I'm glad you're such a car fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's always great. <laughs> yeah. Mine uh -huh. was when I was going to, I was going to, when I was like 13, but I mean, who's not, you know, distressed and torn up when they're 13. Oh, no, because you have the whole world on your shoulders. Yeah, you totally, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, all the time, of course. Everybody yeah. just expects so much, yes. Yeah, but I mean, it is, I joke. But it's a rough time. It, it legitimately is. When you're right. 13, it's really your your whole world is that. So yeah. you, you, you can't really just brush it off i mean you can look back and think how dumb that you were yes to tell a 13 year old that they're not right because they are but, they're going through the the maximum of mm -hmm. their experience right then you oh yeah I mean? yeah absolutely so yeah, yeah regardless of what anybody else thinks i mean that moment in time for you is your lowest i mean mm, it just yeah. sucks i mean you yeah. can't you can't ever put yourself in somebody else's shoes. I mean, you know, the day that you did your thing, I can't put myself in your shoes. You know, the day I did mine, you can't put yourself in mine. You know, everyone's story is different. And yeah. it's all about what you do with it after the fact. <laughs> I used to have, I, this is kind of an aside, but I used, I was, I was writing a, a, a screenplay once where this guy was always in the throes of a suicide attempt but the reason he never did it is because he couldn't get his suicide letter right you know what i mean he was like oh, i need to, i need to fix this wording <laughs> oh that's so good i like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking that's a you should use that that's a good fucking joke dude i, I like yeah. that that's good maybe i don't know um, 
Well, I haven't written too much in, in quarantine, you know what I mean? I haven't had too many experiences. What am I yeah. going to write about? Watching The Shield with my uh, girlfriend and her dad? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> hey, you guys ever see The Shield the other day? <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you guys making TikToks yet? No way. No. I don't even know what that is. I don't even think my parole officer will let that happen. <laughs> Hey, can I get you sign this paper saying I can have a TikTok account? Right. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, he lets you go to North Carolina. Seems like a really cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> or girl. Okay, I, I haven't been on parole in months. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I felt like we were going down the... I think this is what we were talking about earlier. We were going down a serious road in my instincts are like steer the conversation somewhere light yeah that's totally yeah. okay and i do the same I, I do the same thing i mean i talk about my suicide story and then my really bad joke about the car thing and you know i throw that all i always throw that in at the end so my listeners who have heard that now a thousand fucking oh, times man. you gotta figure like, out a way to shorten it bro yeah you know i love you imagine this scenario we're back at your we're back at your house for Thanksgiving, right? And the whole time I'm trying not to spit in your grandma's right? mouth. Eric get, Eric's going into his suicide story again. So I just I, I can't handle it. So I just rip like a big fart. You know I mean? <laughs> oh sorry guys. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. That's oh that's too good. That's pretty that's, that's how it goes. Dreams, you know? So I have a question. So back to the porn thing. Um, <laughs> Cause we kind of just breezed past that. Did we breeze? Uh, I, did we though? I don't think we did. I mean, I feel, I just, I just feel like we didn't spend enough time on it. Yeah, Honestly. Look, it's not like a dissertation where we're going to get all the facts out and move on in a logical <laughs> order. No, By this way, is going in no logical order. That's how we are. We don't script anything. There's nothing in front of me well, saying we're going to talk about this. We're gonna, no, we are no. real radio. Everything we talk about is based off of the conversation we're having. So, yeah. you know, it's just kind of, it could go all over the place. And that's just how we like it. So, so well, a few questions about the porno. Go, let's talk. Are porn. the people that you work for in Arizona by chance? They're not at all. No. Oh, wow. I, I hear Arizona is like a big. I'm sure there. they wouldn't have a problem if I said who they are, but I, I probably won't. If, if you can get Just us a state. If, if you can get us a sponsorship, you can say them all you want. Right? <laughs> yeah. Would they like to sponsor? <laughs> I don't know. I thought about asking them to sponsor a show. Yeah, of mine you have your myself, YouTube show, but, right? Yeah, I have a YouTube show. It's called Which the Which is not Bridge. a porno. It's not a porno, although Sorry, there it? are elements of such. Oh, <laughs> intriguing. Um, wait, no, they're not in, they're actually, there are actually, they shoot in a few different places. Uh, they're international because I've uh, edited some stuff from Montreal. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. Yeah, and I some of the actors are from there too because they're like, oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, you got some real nice pecs on you there, you know? <laughs> You, hey, you mind if I put some maple syrup on that knob and give it a little licksy? You know? Well, sorry. Yes. Oh, I'm real sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. I think I nicked your knicker with my tooth. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, go maple leaves, you know? <laughs> right. I need to go watch some Canadian porn. You know what's funny about it, though? Okay, so you know how I told you I... Uh, uh, 
this joke is gonna make the album, but I'll tell you the premise of it. Uh, I'll try not to do the joke version, but I, I'll tell you the story. I, I, so I found the job on Craigslist, as I said. Right. So it's just an online job. I never really met anybody in person. They would send me videos. I would download them, I would edit them, and then I would send them back, right? Right. All online, I've only talked to people on the phone, yeah. uh, emails. Um, but they had a pool party. Um, last summer, they had a pool party and I got invited, mm. right? And you go there and, you know, it's a bunch of porn stars and there's a pool. And uh, I never met any of them in real life. And then I, but as I'm pulling up to the big old mansion, I was familiar. I, was, I already knew the place. And wow. that's when I realized that's where they shoot all of the scenes. So I was intimately familiar with the layout of this mansion I had never been to. Into, right. And so the rest of the party, I was just walking around telling people which pillows not to sit on, you know? <laughs> right. They didn't replace like, them for the party? What's that? They didn't replace them for the party? Like, get new new throw pillows are not hard. Or just I, throw some new slipcovers on, shit. Yeah, <laughs> at least. The pool balls are sticking to the table. I'm like, yeah, you don't want to play that. Uh, don't use that pool cue. Yeah, they were playing two ball over there earlier. Uh, yeah. Someone was doing some trick shots into the side pocket on that one. <laughs> Come here, let me show you my jump shot. Oh God. <laughs> so that was that was a weird thing. I got uh I bet. I got um I got Wait, my picture so it... taken with a porn star while I was there. Oh nice. Which one? But my hand my hand is out of the shot and I'm holding the phone and mm. it kind of looks like I'm grabbing his crotch. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can find it. I mean, hey, that's <laughs> only fitting. It is. Only fitting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's fun and it, it pays well and it's very, um, it's very flexible for uh, someone in the entertainment business as I am. I bet. And so, I've always wanted to write a porno, but I don't think they like, I don't think that they like go by a script or anything Actually, I had to guess. True. I just edited a whole feature film it's like six hours long and they shot it in France and there was I don't know if they had like a script script but they definitely had like bullet points like direction yeah you guys are you guys are in this store and you're shopping for like leather or whatever and then his buddy comes in and he's like hey anybody <laughs> Anybody want to help me lift weights out in the parking lot? I don't know. (laughs) Do they, okay, so do they still sell, like, DVD porn? Or, like, where do they sell their porn nowadays? They have a theory on that. Actually, I don't even know how I get paid to do this. Right? Right? Because there's so much free porn. I'm a Pornhub guy. I've never paid for porn in my life, right? Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But clearly, I get paid to put it together, so somebody's paying for it somewhere right the only thing i can think is that they put it in like the the stores you know like the toy stores what i think happens is closeted married gay men who can't have internet history go in there get a hard copy cd yeah watch it in their laptop Mm. finish 
crush it up, throw it away in the in the park trash bin, mm-hmm. and go home and kiss their wives. <laughs> that is a, a solid theory. Um, and how I, else are people making money? Yeah. Right. Um, Kat, I would never want to watch a porn directed by you because that would be probably be as boring as a bucket of vanilla ice cream. Oh, um, what happens honey. is what happens is honey, somebody come honey, in honey. and they tell each other about their day. <laughs> Um, you know what I think it is though, to be honest with you, I think mm-hmm. these big producers sell it to Pornhub or sell it to X hamster or X videos or whatever the case oh, might be. And I then see. other people are buying advertising space on there. And that's where the money X hamster. Huh? That's where you go. You go to X hamster. No, I go to Pornhub, but I'm just saying X hamster exists. <laughs> but you yeah. don't know what X hamster is. I do know what X hamster is, but it's, it's nothing. It's not, that's not crazy. stuff. Yeah. It looks like you're grabbing that guy's dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. I mean, hey, if that's you were a new headshot, pick, bro. Right? That's Wait, what's going on down there? What's going on? Right? Huh? Was it yeah. at least close to his dick? Like, if anybody's gonna turn me, it's this guy, though. Let's be right? Huh? Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like, if I've you were never been on the somebody... fence more in my life, you know what I mean? Yeah. If real. you just said, "Hey, you look cute in that tank top," you know what I mean? I'd be like, what tank top? You know, and I take it off. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god, stop it. That's fucking great. Um, my face hurts. I've said you say that a lot, don't you, Kat? I'm sorry. Look, that, you think I'm fucking vanilla. I'm sorry, I, I said it out loud. My bad. <laughs> I am gonna get my ass chewed out after this conversation. The boys, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up the call here, and my phone's gonna ring. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah, Good. getting in trouble with her is like getting is worse than getting in trouble with my wife. Let me just As tell you. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna text your wife and be like, yo, <laughs> your boy be on X Hamster. Like Pornhub is one thing, but X Hamster is another nothing wrong with x hamster there's, there's nothing no my god what look is? look x hamster is a little bit more above Pornhub standards as in perverseness is that yes. what you mean? oh yeah. i didn't know i'm gonna write this down i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> they just they hi- well and maybe it's just that they okay maybe it's just that <laughs> wait, so wait like how I'm do in- you know this shut question? up don't ask <laughs> I just feel like they they highlight more perverse things like first rather than like Pornhub or X and XX. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, on Pornhub you got to go to like page six to see what right. You know exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So so on that note, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick intermission for one of our sponsors, (laughs) AdamandEve.com, which is legit. So this is uh, we'll be right back. Hey guys. I am here to tell you all about the revolutionary product for manscaping. The best product for manscaping on the market today. The Lawnmower 3.0. The product that will not nick your balls, will not cut your taint. The product that you can use on your chest, your arms, your armpits, and not have to worry about any nicks or cuts. The most revolutionary product of manscaping today so do yourself a favor and go to manscaped.com and get yourself the perfect package 3.0 which includes the revolutionary lawnmower 3.0 
It also includes ball toner, which prevents ingrown hairs and chafing. Then you've got ball deodorant. Keeps your balls smelling fantastic. You've got some newspaper cleanup pads. You've got a sleek, stylish leather carrying case. And a pair of breathable Manscaped boxers. All for $99.99. And when you use promo code SHUTUPCAMERON at checkout, all one word, SHUTUPCAMERON, you get 20% off. That is the deal of the manscaping world. 20% off your entire order with promo code SHUTUPCAMERON at manscaped.com. Trust me, your balls will thank you. The month of June is National LGBTQ Pride Month. And this month, DCK Productions, as well as Suck It Podcast, have teamed up with the National LGBTQ Task Force and the Trevor Project to help raise awareness for LGBTQ rights and so much more. So please go to dckproductions.com forward slash shop to purchase a fundraising t-shirt for one of these great organizations. 100% of the proceeds will go to these great organizations, as well as 50% of all other merchandise purchased inside the shop will go to them as well. So again, please go to dckproductions.com forward slash shop for more information. DCK Productions and Suck It Podcast is brought to you by Fredericks of Hollywood. Right now, you could say hello to summer with 60% off all lingerie, as well as orders of $75 or more get you free shipping. Socket Podcast is also brought to you by Viking Revolution Beard Care Products. Viking Revolution, join the revolution. We are also brought to you by Reebok, the best fitness band in the world. DCK Productions and Socket Podcast is also brought to you by adamandeve.com, America's number one trusted source for sex toys. Please go to dckproductions.com forward slash sponsors for more information. All right, and we're back. Um, Welcome back to Cat's Dick Show. I mean, apparently... Because that's what she likes, apparently. So I'm learning a lot about Kat tonight, guys. Uh, she apparently likes the good. So apparently my vanilla, you know, ice cream joke was not appropriate for her. Kinky yeah, mind. I that... don't even fucking know. So. Oh, God. I need to, we need to have more conversations, homie. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we really, really don't. You want to get in trouble? Okay. Okay. Apparently you do. Hey, hey. Of course, maybe that's what you're into. Fuck. What, what happens on the phone stays on the phone. Yeah. This is not the phone. <laughs> <laughs> This is like everything but the phone. <laughs> yeah, See, I want to. I want to. I want to make your husband listen to the show and have him come back to me. And be like, "What the fuck did you tell him?" <laughs> oh, he knows. Don't worry. He knows how. As a matter of fact, you want to hear a funny story? So when he and I first got married, he legitimately told me that he believed that I was an infomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make anyone here feel awkward, but I'm just saying. All right. So remember how I made that joke last week about how when we go on business trips, we're getting separate rooms? Yeah, I take that back now. <laughs> no, we're getting separate rooms. <laughs> so we can at least get adjoining rooms with that door in the middle? Uh, no. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Damn it. 
So, um, completely off topic now. Um, so what do you got planned hopefully for after COVID's done, bud? I got some cool stuff in the works right now. I'm actually doing, um, what's called bars of America tour where, um, it's actually a different kind of comedy show. It's got a lot of crowd interaction. Um, a lot of like, Hmm. How do I even put it into words? We haven't done really any of the shows yet, so I don't have any real experience to speak of, but um, it, we're gonna like, it's a more intimate, up in your face, crowd interviews, talking to them, games, raffles, within like a, the confines of a real comedy show, you know? So you're that still gonna get like your MC feature headliner, but we're gonna really pull in the audience and we're doing it at a bunch of unconventional places, places that you would be like, there's a comedy show here? Are you serious? Yeah, you know? Nice. Yeah. And so we're booking that now and it's, that's gonna be in November, but there's gonna be a summer, end of summer run through Wisconsin on it too. And uh, I could send you more info, but, or you could just check out my website, DamonMillard.com. It's all on there. There you go. Nice. Right. So who else do you have going on that show with you? Well, right now I don't have, it's going to be an assortment of different people. So if I can only get certain acts for three or four shows in a row, so the lineup will change. I'll probably headline the whole thing. Um, and it's cool. And, and there's also like a video component to it. Mm. Uh, yeah, so there's there's a lot going on. You know, we're gonna step it up. Oh, and Derek's coming. Also, yeah. <laughs> Do you know uh, what town you're going to? For something. What is it, bro? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> he is Dude, shameless. I am. I have shameless plugs. You know, all the time. It's like, hey, what can you do for me? <laughs> <laughs> But no, after, but you know, that's opening what it's up for Jamie Kennedy after only two years, it, it, you're working, you're working it. Yeah, I mean, and well, uh, our shows help. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's to be honest with you, it's again, it's all about luck. I mean, I got really lucky with, and I'll give her a plug. I mean, because I love this lady to death. I mean, Eugenia Kuzmina. I mean, I, I would not, lucky. I would not be, you know, a month ago, a month and a half ago, was it when we first met her? You know. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be where we wouldn't be where we're at right now. I mean, and I wouldn't be doing the comedy shows and I wouldn't be, you know, doing the stuff that I'm doing right now without her. So she's got nothing. I got nothing but love for her. Um, she's beautiful. She's awesome. I love talking to her. Um, so, I mean, I owe her a lot of credit. And so I'm like, anything I can do for her, I'm going to do now that, you know, you and I have connected I'm anything I can do for you. I'm going to do because again, it's, it's all about connections in this business. Yeah. And, you know, if I can I go open for you and kill, yeah you know it's only gonna make your show that much better you know and that's how it works and that's how i look at it yes i'm gonna get some publicity from it but at the same time i'm opening for you so i gotta make you look good and that's where the wrestling training comes in for me yeah there's 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 a phrase in wrestling that we kind of always have used so when you put some when you when you let somebody win okay it's called putting somebody over okay yeah. But there's a difference between putting somebody over and getting yourself over. So there's always a way in a, in a wrestling match to where you put somebody over and somebody gets over. So even the guy that's losing can get over, even though he puts somebody else over. So like in a situation like this to where I'm, you know, going to put you over because you're the, the headliner, you're putting me, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself over by giving you the great opportunity that you're getting you know to to have a hot crowd ready for you and that's how it works so i mean it works the same in comedy as it does in wrestling it's all about putting each other over and you know walking away 
with smiling faces. Absolutely. Now that I think about it, that could also probably work with uh, unscripted gay porn. Yeah. You you gotta get someone over. Yeah. Right? And someone under. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna get you off tonight. I can... I hear that even though I'm the loser, I can still also get off, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the first time, Kat, you ever made me like spit beer out my nose. I know, was, it's gonna be great. fun. <laughs> I wanted to see it. That was good. That was like perfect timing too. Yeah, yeah. thanks. But thanks. I know, mm-hmm. yeah, you do have to have some luck in this business also. For sure. Um, yeah. I got, did you know the first time I ever featured as a, a comedian in a club is because I was the MC and the feature act got snowed in at an airport. Oh no. Yeah. Really? That was like yeah. your first act ever? No, that was the first time I got to feature like uh open. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, and not so, open. And so, yeah, and then I had a good I had a a pretty good set, I guess, and uh they were like, "All right, uh we'll have you back on as a feature from now on." And I was like, "Sweet." <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's how it was for me. I mean, I just been doing open mics and you know touring DC, and then the night we interviewed Eugenia, I just was making jokes and cracking jokes with her all night long. Next thing I know, next day I'm she's texting me and texting bookers and texting this and texting this person. Next thing I know, I'm like, I'm on a fucking Zoom show. Okay, cool. So now it's like, okay, now where we go next? You know, so it's it's fantastic. I I mean, yeah, I'm lucky. It's, it's, it, <laughs> I You're give welcome. you. I'm giving you the credit because I I have no luck in this world. I'm a worthless piece of shit. You're the one doing it all. Oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh whatever. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet, man. I'm, I'm glad that worked out for you, man. I, yeah. yeah. But I would. And again, you're doing. You're doing great too. So I mean, I, like I said, I would love to come on the road with you and open up for you, and whatever yeah. the case might be. I mean, if you just, you know, um, I, I'll, I'll have a casual conversation with you on the air. I don't give a shit. You know, like if you just want me <laughs> for the DC, if you want to book some DC stuff and just have me with you in DC, I have no, no problem yeah, with that. I, but if you want me to drive to New York, I'll drive to New York. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a conversation for off the podcast. Okay. But yeah, I definitely. It's yeah. real podcast, man. I don't care. <laughs> Do you know what towns you have planned out yet for the tour? There's a, I, no, I, there's another guy for that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we That's were talking nice to him earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, he's a so, good guy too. Yeah. Um, dude, I mean, you, you sound like you've got a good plan. Um, yeah. Well, like I was saying earlier, man, I, I like, I, I've been just kind of coasting for the first decade and it's like, it's time to get serious business-wise, I guess. And then, like you said, a couple of the right people came into my life, you know, and now are in a better position to, like, help me along. And so people with a better foresight than me are kind of helping me steer. I'm just like, all right, drive and I'll write some jokes. You know what I mean? (laughs) Tell me where to stay, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean... And he's like, be nice to people from now on. Oh, okay. So that's 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 2020. I'm going to be nice to people, I guess. Nice. Hey, you're you're born and raised in New York, right? Yeah, I'm from upstate New York, though. Binghamton. Have you ever heard of that? Binghamton? I think I've heard of it, yeah. Good for you. It's a tiny little... It's like a few thousand 50,000 people and there's two walmarts so right that's the important part Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually i think they i think the civilization 
sprung up around the Walmart. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what right. happens. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened in the town that I was raised in, too. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, there's a life-sustaining Walmart here. Why don't we start a community? You know they I mean? literally built the nicer houses, like, in front of the Walmart in my yeah. town. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, they're rolling back prices, guys. Wanna, maybe we yeah. just stick around. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i was in walmart the other day and i saw these really big giant cool coolers that like people would take on float trips or camping or whatever yeah and it was a huge display of them and i was like it, it was a big display like people like they thought a bunch of people were going to buy it in walmart as if this was like a regularly priced thing and i was like oh but they have to be like 80 bucks maybe 90 or 100 they were 150 dollars oh they display of it <laughs> yes just like just the coolers i'm like who is just gonna pull one of those 150 dollars like how many people are actually gonna pull a 150 dollars cooler which is in like the front of the store i mean i guess if you don't want to go all the way back to camping <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> Do you know how many people those have them in their living room <laughs> coolers yeah. No, yeah. How about this? Do you know how many people bought that $150 cooler who were behind on child support? <laughs> Legit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 100. Probably yeah, more than you did. Yeah. Yeah. Ev yeah. yeah, evidently, because they, at least Walmart thinks that because they're putting giant displays in them. Yeah, and I think at this point, people are just buying that, a bag of ice and a, you know, a 12 pack of fucking Coors Light and setting it up in their fucking living room and watching fucking, you know, reruns of fucking Netflix TV shows. Oh, yeah. They're they don't have to like get up and get their lazy ass. Fire anyway. Yeah, they don't want to get up their lazy ass and go to the goddamn fridge. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted one of those college refrigerators near my bed. You know what I mean? Same. I actually have one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually full of water, to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> it's full of bottled water. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to have to, like, go all the way to the kitchen for my sperm sample, you know? Um, that's true <laughs> but see that there's something that you can get to help you with that yeah it's a nine-year-old get yourself a nine-year-old and they will do anything for you my husband always used to say that our kids are an extension of our arms i believe he was <laughs> yeah. probably raised sure. on that kids, yeah the first remote control yeah they were they were my wife will be laying in bed and she'll yell she'll go izzy I need Kid Dash instead of DoorDash. <laughs> so she'll, uh, nice. Izzy will come in and run and go, all right, Kid Dash is here. What do you want? <laughs> Aw, she's so sweet. But my kids would not do that. They'd be like, get it yourself. <laughs> I think that was one of the reasons why my 18-year-old left is because I kept making her get me water in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to listen to this episode, text me, and be like, yep. And I'm going to know exactly yep. what she's saying. She's not going to preface it by anything. She's just going to simply text me, yep. Yeah. I'm like, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did you guys so, ever watch that TV show, um, the, uh, Storage Wars, with that guy that always says, yep? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Nope. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where what happens is there's the storage units, right? Yes. You open it up and then yep. you get like a minute to look at it and then you bid on it. Yeah. It could be anything. Exactly. Yep. There's a comedian, uh, Rory Scoville. Mm -hmm. He's so funny. I don't, I shouldn't tell, tell his bit, but look, Rory <laughs> He told it on like the Tonight Show or something. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Late well, then it's show. on like YouTube probably. 
It's out there. I'm not going to tell his bit, but he does okay. a great storage war bit that you gotta. You, I will definitely look it up. That's for sure. Um, that's awesome. That a, show in general is amazing. There's <laughs> a bit that, that um, in general is great to know about. Exactly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gem <laughs> kind of guy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Guys yeah. who should be way more famous than they are. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, like I was just going to to plug the show. Um, there's a show on Netflix called uh, Letterkenny. And um, it's a bunch of comedians uh, who live in Canada and they on a farm and it's the most Canadian thing ever. <laughs> and I do it on purpose. But one of the, the comedians on that show is K. Trevor Williams. Uh, Wilson or Williams, I can't think of it. He's a big dude. Um, but uh, there's a bit that they did on there where um, the main character and his sister got a $5,000 uh, inheritance from their dead uncle. And they're trying to figure out a way to give it back to the community. So everyone's coming up and making business pitches like they do on Shark Tank. And one of the business pitches is they're going to do like a storage war show. And they went ahead and purchased a, you know, a, uh, you know, they, a demo storage, uh, unit. storage unit. Yeah. Thank you. And mm -hmm. it was just nothing but shit. And it was like a microwave, some, uh, some, uh, that's what fishing lures, paint and some other stuff and they're like look can of paint worth two hundred dollars look at this microwave worth one hundred fifty thousand dollars that's what it is <laughs> look, fishing yeah. lures what man doesn't need fishing lures twenty dollars a pop we got five hundred thousand dollars right there yeah yeah so his name uh, is Cave so trevor wilson also yeah. he looks like you are you related but a much bigger version of me yeah like yeah definitely bigger meat. yeah yeah. Mm. <laughs> right, like the cheeks the big beard even the nose i think are you, like seriously are you guys related no maybe i don't know if i'm related to anyone canadian we have problems because fuck canada <gasps> what wow, that's where i'm moving when the united states gets taken over and people just start throwing shit i'm going to canada man oh I'm, I'm not allowed to talk shit or broad you know Yes, generalization. <laughs> I'm not supposed to generalize do anymore. That. No, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can hurt feelings. Yep, exactly. Well, there's a there's an offline story about that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <All right>. uh, <laughs> but you're 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 exactly on point. <laughs> you're, on, you're exactly on point. Yeah. Um, I love Canada. I'm just messing around. Yeah. Uh, Canada's great. It is great. Um, I've never been there, but I want to go. Me too. I have friends there, though, from there, because I'm a, a goody-goody and, you know, got good grades and shit. So. My ex-sister-in-law's from there, so that kind of makes me hate Canada a little bit more. Ex-sister-in-law? So, like, your brother's ex-wife? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's from there? Yeah. Bieber's, Bieber's from there. I uh, see. Do we need to send Bieber back? I've been saying that know. for years. I hear he's kind of kind of being okay nowadays. Is that, a, is that an accurate statement? I, no? I don't. No, I don't think there's. Like, I don't think you're allowed to. I don't think Justin Bieber is allowed to be just okay anymore. I think he's just always gonna be a douchebag. I don't know. Ellen said he was okay. I trust Ellen with like my life. Just saying. If Ellen says, and you got it. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's exactly right. Ellen's She's the new her seal of approval, and so. It's oh, and. If you put her sticker on a book, it would sell. 
<laughs> she's the new what? Oprah. She's the new she, Oprah. She is I mean, the new Oprah. Yeah, she she's really is. She's amazing. She's amazing. Also, she's amazing. <laughs> we're just gonna start breaking out in song now. But um, also, Beaver, I saw uh, on like Halloween or something, did like a whole big giant. He had like ices and popcorn and like his whole neighborhood. You know, he invited over. So that's kind of cool. That's a cool thing he did that made him not be a little bit of a oh, douchebag. Okay. I'm just saying. So anyway, so if we get famous enough to wherever we ever, we ever go on Ellen, all yeah. three of us need to go like together and mm. watch out for her trying to scare the fuck out of us. Cause I don't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are my favorite. Those, those are the worst, man. It's like, oh, they're the best. Because the thing about it is like, I have this innate ability to sense danger because of all my mixed martial arts training. So like, if I try to get, if someone tries to scare me, it's like, I just react. You're going to here we'll put you all the way on the end of the couch actually no i lied we'll put you in the middle of me and damon and that way if anybody comes out from either side you won't punch him in the face no i'm gonna punch you in the face in what scenario are we all on ellen together i don't know i'm just i'm just making a joke i have no idea the point was i need protection <laughs> I need protection. <laughs> I need protection when I go on Ellen if I ever do. That's or you awesome. or anyone else, because I'm not gonna get scared by her. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So tell me more real quick about your YouTube show. Oh, my YouTube show is yeah. called The Low Budget Show. Mm, that's and awesome. I started it when I started it because I was living in St. Louis at the I traveled a lot. Uh, yeah, so I was in St. Louis. Uh, I was at the time I had a girlfriend who was a travel nurse, and we would go from like city to city to city to city to city, and she would yeah. different hospitals. Mm -hmm. And I would go and like audition at comedy clubs and do guest spots and like whatever. Honestly, it, if you're gonna be a comedian, that is the best way to do it. Hook up with a traveling nurse. Yeah, she will get you everywhere. Yeah, we went to <laughs> a lot of places and. Um, I did. I got to meet a lot of people because, you know, in the early days of comedy, people would like be like, OK, well, can you come down and do like a five minute guest spot? And you'd be driving like two hours to go on stage for five minutes, you know, right. And uh, or farther than that, if you, you know, you really want and, to. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it was like kind of our plan. And um, what was the question? <laughs> the show? Oh, the low budget show. So anyway, we ended up in St. Louis and uh, I had lost my license. <laughs> that happens. And St. Louis isn't like a bustling comedy scene. I mean, I think it's it's decent, but it's a spread out city. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Spread out. It's a, and it's a decent, uh, it's not like New York where like you could hit an open mic from three o'clock in the afternoon till two in the morning mm -hmm. all day all you know one after the other after the other after the other after the other and this one so i couldn't get around anywhere and i was like well how am i gonna keep my brain sharp if i'm not mm -hmm. going to open mic so i just started recording myself pretending i had a, a tv show in my bedroom and then i started inviting people over and we would just talk you know and, and uh in your bedroom yeah it's huh? kind of cool so i do like uh i do like a segment where I just like pontificate or I just tell 
about my week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I make a lot of projects, right? So I do like videos or cartoons or, so the middle section is like one of those. And then mm-hmm. I do like a one-on-one interview. And for the most part, I've only interviewed comedians, but I'd like to just interview interesting people also. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So it's called a low budget show with mm-hmm. Damon Millard. I had to add that because it was already like, a thing the low budget late show or there's one mm-hmm. called the low budget cop show or whatever and i was like well let me tack my little name on there and right. uh yeah but it's it's fun and it's cool because i'm a video editor so i add there's like a little flavor to it you'll see if nice you that's, that's awesome. awesome so it's like a real a real tv show almost no, not really it's no <laughs> no i mean it's, it's a low budget tv the show joke obviously. Is, the joke is that in the tagline is an, an idiot pretends he has a TV show in his bedroom. And it, you know, it's just like whatever I can do. Like the last one was shot with just iPhones and uh, nice. it's cool. But I've had some really, I've had some really uh, decent guests on there. Like Usama Siddiqui, who's a pretty, mm. you know, he's a blown up and I've had mm. uh, Johnny Beaner on there. Uh, some pretty decent uh, comics. That's cool. It's awesome. fun. It's, it's it more of a passion like project. And I just put, I actually just, put one out but I only do it like there's no schedule whatsoever the one I put out before that was like two years ago (laughs) Mm, gotcha no worries that's the great thing about online you can put it out whenever and anybody can watch it whenever (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and on the next one I just shot something for it today I shot my haircut and uh, I know this is just an audio podcast but with your reaction you can tell how good it went uh Derek just did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why I'm wearing a beard. Yes. Something though. It's this is not the greatest time in uh, our country's history for white men to be shaving their heads. <laughs> uh, but the, mine was just oh, a, I'm gonna get so sunburned. Oh yeah, no, no, that's why I'm wearing a beanie because you know I woke up. Was it Saturday morning, Kat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was Saturday there. morning. I woke up and I'm uh, and I had this giant just white afro again you know the middle eastern in me comes out in my beard because you know i have this gigantic pubic hair beard and i have this gigantic afro when it grows too long and i was like fuck i don't want you know because the barbershop i go to is like 60 bucks for a good beard trim and a haircut you know everything like that because i should do like fucking you know hot towel massage and face and a whole thing like i don't feel like spending 60 bucks fuck it i'm just gonna shave my head yeah. <laughs> I just went in the bathroom and did it and said, like, hey, yeah, guess what well, I did? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm also balding, so I shouldn't ever be paying full price for that shit anyway. You know what I mean? It's like I need to, like, I, I had bought some clippers, and I was, I, I was going to fade it. I was going to fade it. I had it. Watch the video. It's, like, it's going to be on the next episode. You'll see, man. I had it. I had it right there until right. – you, you know, just... I was like looking real good. I was looking like Brandon Walsh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm on my way to the Peach Pit, bro. I want to yeah. pick up some 90210 broads and uh, broads. Oh, your accent's so cute. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that's so that's the low budget show. Uh, my brother whenever he started like balding, he just decided there was a video that came out around the time that he started balding. That was like, uh, basically it was telling people or guys to just shave their head and grow a beard because it looks, it just makes you look like a badass. And he's like, 
I mean, they're not wrong. Have you ever seen a guy that's like bald with a beard who doesn't look like a badass? Yeah, I mean, it's true. The problem, I can't even grow a beard though. Oh, that sucks. You can grow a mustache, I see. I'm balding. I mean, you don't want to grow a mustache, but. What happens is I can I can get like all of it and then right in these two spots next yeah. to my mouth is like Patches. just patchy. Just yeah. So, well, so so if you ever grew a mustache, you would actually fit right into in the industry that you live in or you work in because that would be a, yeah. a good porn stash, bro. Right? That would just go. be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I actually at the beginning of quarantine, I just was letting it go, and then mm. it was getting like embarrassing. You know what mm. I mean? It was like it was embarrassing. Like people were. We're like, we don't know him. Uh, you know. <laughs> I couldn't even walk my dog through the park without mothers, like, keep grabbing their children. children. <laughs> it's time to go! Lillian, it's time to go! Lillian. <laughs> Talk to that man! Right. Don't keep candy from that man! Why were you... Okay, there are bigger concerns now. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. I have weird scenarios in my brain where the mother preemptively told the daughter not to take candy. For Even he, though you weren't offering it. Okay. All right. He, I mean, he drove up in his, uh, he drove up in his blacked out windowed white van and walked out with his porn stash. Hey guys. I've got candy. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking candy. Hey, are you Lillian from TikTok? <laughs> I follow oh, you guys. <laughs> I think we're going too far. <laughs> Never, never go too far. (laughs) No, I want people driving to work in the morning going, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) I don't want to be a part of a dumpster fire, Derek. Stop. All right. Yeah. So one of Kat's biggest things is like she hates controversy. And I love creating controversy. So like the other day. (laughs) What'd you say? That's why you guys make a good team. We do. Right? So like the other day I'm, I'm driving around and I'm like, Oh, I have a great idea for a good tweet. So I called her up and I said, cat, would you be okay if I tweeted this on our, on our uh, page? And she goes, no, don't do that. And I'm like, I, and I spent like a half an hour convincing her that this would be okay. <laughs> I have an idea for a good tweet is a lot of people's like resignation letter. Yes. <laughs> well, so mine, so I said it like this, and it's it's so bad. Um, luckily, it didn't catch any traction because like because we don't have any followers on Twitter. But if I would have put it on Instagram, it would have blown the fuck up. Yeah, so, I only let him put it on Twitter because that's where our, our like least following is. I'm like, fine, you can put it on Twitter, but don't put it anywhere else. Yeah. So the the tweet was, "Hey, when's the next riot? My TV just broke, and I need a new one." <laughs> <laughs> was that was that was did that happen to be the day that like that was the day that Joey came on. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the same day that Trump like went to the church. No, it was. No, it was going to be way worse than that. <laughs> no, see, it wasn't that bad. But she got all offended, and she was like, "Derek, no, you can't post." It. Hey, I let you do it, didn't I? Yeah, after like a half right an hour then. of me convincing you. Well, <laughs> myself that I shouldn't weigh in at all on any of that stuff right now. You oh, know? really? Yeah. I finally did. Um, I've been uh in a couple of 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 groups that see it as like um if you don't say anything you're you're almost um admitting guilt type thing um which is dumb as shit well 
I just don't have anything to add. Right. Anybody who I know or knows me mm. knows exactly where I stand. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and it's absolutely. like, if I had something constructive that I could add, I would totally be help saying it. Yeah. But at this point, my... <laughs> For a lack of better uh, wording, my white noise isn't going to help. <laughs> um, but see, see, for me, again, it's all about making people uncomfortable. But the only person I made uncomfortable with that one was Kat. Mm. Yeah. My, girl's all, my girlfriend's also anti-controversy. Uh, yeah. I've said, I have an idea for a tweet of many a time. <laughs> I've gotten, uh, yeah, I've gotten... Uh, Shut down on that. Yeah, I've gotten shut down some stuff. Uh, <laughs> whatever. There was a tweet um, like, I made a few years ago, talking shit about Kanye and Kim, um, talking about how she's, you know, the uh, what did I say? Um, oh, oh, I said, I said something to the effect of her being proud to be married to uh, Kanye West yeah. is like being the smartest person with Down syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and yeah that did, not, that did not go over well with my wife she was like what the fuck is wrong with you I'm like yeah okay. i understand why uh -huh. <laughs> when i first got on twitter i was trying to start a fight with frankie munez you know what i mean yeah uh, <laughs> why just because just because man i wanted to catch some traction <laughs> exactly he never replied to me though but i was I like hey, frankie muniz can be famous we all can yeah damn <laughs> yeah i tried to get blocked by kanye or kim and it didn't work i created a whole shitstorm of you know people getting mad at me yeah. um but you know just not the right ones not the right ones it did not i mean it kind of worked but at the same time it did not it just you know you know what's crazy they'll only after you make it will they come back and be mad at you. So. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Three years ago. <laughs> right? Cats going to be like, Derek. And here's the worst part about it. So some of the shit that I've said on my Twitter is pretty fucking bad. I'm not going to look. Well, here's, here's the bad part. So when we created this show, all I did was convert my Twitter that I've said a lot of shit on into this podcast twitter so people look up this twitter they can go back and say oh shit what the fuck yeah right you're gonna have to go back through it and be like derek you need to delete this shit oh man i'm sure i've got i'm sure i got stuff out there but who knows i super wish that like there was a there that there was someone who is either nosy enough or detailed enough that they would just be paid to go through my social media and like delete and fix all of my public posts that probably shouldn't be public. Yeah, you need a publicist. Is uh, that what they do? They'll do ah, for sure. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I uh I, I, I figure if I figure if there's anything out there that's gonna kill me i'll then it's but i'll already have made it by then so right <laughs> well the only reason i made that joke um is because it's a, it's a stolen joke for you know for anyone that's seen the movie waiting knows that that joke was made on the on that joke so if ryan reynolds can get uh, away with yeah. it is it was one of the things that he said at the very end but um, honey that was like 20 years ago waiting was not that long was it bull was it? No, uh, really, oh, no. no. I don't know. I but don't know. But I'm googling. Twenties. It came out. But either way, if Ryan Reynolds can still have a you know huge career after you know making that joke, why you know? 
Yeah. All I'm doing is rehashing an old joke. It was literally in 2005, guys. It, it was, was 15, 15 years, years, years ago. ago. Holy. 15 years that was a whole other time, guys. <laughs> that was a whole other time. That was like two generations ago almost. Oh, and Ryan Reynolds, by the way, only kept having like only kept having the success that he did because he's fucking Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, if you looked like Ryan 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 Ryan. Eric. I do not. Any. Exactly. <laughs> but see, you know, see for me, Ryan Reynolds is a guy that can make me go gay. <laughs> That's like the only guy I could think of, but you know, hey. Again, I would just have him like you know, I would, I would do him in like the Deadpool outfit and just have him make crack jokes the entire time because that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> That's greatest a super porno, awesome image. greatest porno ever, and I'd have you edit it there for two days. Yeah, I'd edit it. <laughs> I'm great at video editing. You know, I get rid of the cameraman shadow and everything. Cameraman shadow? What's that? If the cameraman is reflected in the in the mirror, I totally get rid of that. Oh, like yeah, we don't need no cameraman in here. Right? I don't, yeah, I don't want to ruin anybody's fantasy. You know? Right. Yeah. They're like, wait, this isn't a real pizza man. You know? <laughs> yeah, of course, right. I thought this was a documentary. <laughs> I thought it was you all this real. Ain't a documentary. <laughs> I thought it was all true. Reality TV was all true. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so it's been an hour and a half. It's been a great fucking conversation. Damon, mm -hmm. I am privileged and honored to have met you. Um, you're a cool fucking cat. Um, so if anyone is out there ever watched the French porn, you're most likely watching Damon's work, so good, you know, good job on that. Canadian yeah. porn. There's a Canadian difference too. French porn and Canadian porn. No, it was French. It was oh, French. But... That six-hour oh, one. Yeah. Shot... Oh, the movie that I – he's right. Oh, okay. They shot it in France, and it got – Oh. Got, um nominated for um uh, an award. Oh. Look yeah. At you. Yeah. Shit, that's your award, son. Yeah. It was on the straight yeah. up gay porn awards. Uh, <laughs> what year? This I'm year. Go find it. <gasps> I'm going to go find it. Oh, yeah, wow. It's called less less if They always start with less. Terrible. It's like the in America. That's terrible. What? Oh, that's 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 actually that's a, a whole thing. other movie. That's the the le terrible. What was it called? Terrible. I forgot <laughs> what it was called. The Les Miserables or something like that. You'll find it. It was okay. it was up for best picture. Oh, and then you'll know exactly the name of the company. But yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry, I meant to. I didn't mean to steer your. You were closing. No, no. It's fine. You're fine. <laughs> Can I tell you how many times we've attempted to close and still have a conversation five minutes later oh, yeah. and then close again? Yeah. It happens all the time. <laughs> but either way, um, French porn, you know, that's I probably Damon's work. That's probably good stuff there. And hopefully you make it to the AVN Awards this year too. You never know. Yeah. I'd Vegas. like to branch out into some more straight stuff. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> I'll write it. If you need a straight writer, I got you. Actually, I, I you know, Here's I have a bowl of vanilla ice cream. Hopefully I won't have to do too much for day job this year. Uh, right. It was all set up, you know, and then the whole world was gave up on me. I yeah. also lost 40 something pounds and they decided to cancel summer. So I can't show it off. You know what I mean? Oh, oh well, fuck. So you lost 40 pounds. I gained it. So, yeah. Hey, nice. <laughs> yeah. But either way, <laughs> 
So um, I was like, Damon, wait, I'm married and you have a girlfriend. Can, oh, yeah, that. Sorry. Um, Moving on. Where, where can we... Uh, <laughs> Where can you be found out on social media, Damon? And what's your YouTube channel? All right. So on on social media, it's at Millard Comedy. And my YouTube channel, I don't think I have a personalized YouTube channel, but just search. Gee, I don't know. I guess I should have been prepared for this, you know? I thought <laughs> I had people for this. Right? You do. You do. Um, you can find me, yeah, but the show, my show on YouTube is called The Low Budget Show with Damon Millard. And of course, DamonMillard.com. And I'll have all the dates on there for the Bars of America tour very soon. And cool. also, you could follow, this is a really cool new thing I've just got into because I was forced to by management. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a website called BandsInTown.com. Yes. yes. You guys know about Bands comedians yeah. now? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I got on there somehow. And uh, yeah. Cool. Also, and I just had an album come out called Unicycle. Um, it's like a rowdy bar, biker bar situation. It's it's fun. It's not like Sounds it's fun. not like your studio, well-behaved crowd type comedy album. And that's right. why I put it out. It's, uh, yeah, it was all like a drunken night. Everybody's wild in the crowd it's it was recorded in my hometown i'm drunk they're drunk <laughs> it's not like a studio perfectly right put together album i think it's a fun time and it's you know that's super so that cool. just came out too it's pretty fun that's awesome. awesome well we'll check all that out thank you great so yeah, yeah so everything will be tagged in our post that we post this up on um don't forget to go to dckproductions.com Check out all the great stuff there. Our merch store where we support right now the National LGBTQ Task Force and the Trevor Project in support of Pride Month. Um, <clears throat> and among other things, you know, our new uh, comedic graphic tee line where I get to make funny jokes that Kat gets to go, oh my God, about. So. And I make him put at the back of the list. <laughs> hey, my graphic tees are fucking funny. They are fucking funny, but they still have to go at the back of the list. Sorry. So I made a shirt the other day because <laughs> we were talking about it. So we were talking about the fact that Jerry Seinfeld um, has a bit, or he said this a thousand times. If you can't tell a, a dirty joke funny, excuse me, a dirty joke clean, then never tell that joke. But, you know, with some of the stuff that I have to talk about, it's like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to, you know, talk about fucking? Am I supposed to say sex or coitus? And I'm like, uh -huh. oh, let's, let's go make the coitus, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that would make a great fucking shirt. So I went online <laughs> and I took a, took a silhouette of a bed and I was like, oh, let's make the coitus. <laughs> so that's my newest shirt on uh, dckproductions.com forward slash shop. So I like to do that kind of stuff. It's funny as shit. Yeah. So anyway. Send me one of those. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Or I'm peanut butter, you're jelly, let's have sex. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Your brain, bro. I love it's, it. It's great. Yeah. I don't know. Great. Or, 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 or my newest one is I don't like sunsets, but I like to watch you go down. Oh, I haven't even seen that one. You didn't send me that shit. <laughs> uh, of course not. Why would I send you that one? Why would you not? <laughs> Mine is on it too, fucker. <laughs> Because you'd be like, I don't know about that one, Derek. <laughs> I'd still let you put it up. Come on. It's already up, so whatever. <laughs> whatever. But anyway, um, <laughs> for myself, 
for Kat and for Damon. We appreciate you guys tuning in this evening or tomorrow morning, whenever you guys decide to listen. Um, we bid you guys adieu. We'll be back on Wednesday with Jimmy Shin. And um, we'll have some more fun and games then. But until then, thank you very much for listening to Suck It. And we will talk at you guys later. Peace. Peace.